Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Gluten-Free Guide Podcast with your host, Vanessa Weisbrod. Welcome to the Gluten-Free Guide Podcast. I'm Vanessa Weisbrod coming to you from the Celiac Disease Program at Children's National Health System. I'm here with my co-host, Joanna McMahon. Hey, Joanna, how you doing? Great. How are you doing today, Vanessa? I am fantastic. And we want to start out by saying a huge thank you to all of our listeners for their dedication to following our podcast. Today's episode is dedicated to all of our wonderful patients and families at Children's National. We're taking your most common questions and answering them during the show. And if you think of more questions during the show, be sure to email them to us at celiac at childrensnational.org. All right, so let's just dive right on into the first question. Now, we hear all the time from parents who are in the emergency room and they need medication, but they say that no one seems to know if the drugs are gluten-free. So this parent asked, do we wait to verify if the medication is safe or do we give it immediately? How serious would a gluten exposure be in a medication? So this is an excellent question, and in the past, um, the answer was hard to to give because it was unclear um, how much wheat could possibly be in a medication and what reaction it might cause in a patient um, taking it, if it would cause it not to work at all, or if they would have a very serious reaction. But um, thankfully, there's new guidance recently from the FDA And what that guidance says is that there's actually very little wheat in medications, period. So to start out, there's only about 13 known medications that actually contain wheat starch as a binder. So I actually just want to take a little bit of a step back and just start out by talking about why you would find gluten in medications. So when you get a pill, they have to be bound together with something, and they use starch to do this. Now, this is only applicable to pills that are in a tablet form. So you would never find these starches in things like an IV medication or an injection or a liquid that you would drink. So this only applies to pills that you would actually swallow. So they use all different kinds of starches in them. They use wheat, they use potato, they use corn, um, they use lactose. So there are many different things that they could use to bind the pills together. And only a small number of drugs actually ever use wheat starch, only about 13 that they know of today. So what this guidance from the FDA found is when they looked at the drugs that actually contained wheat starch, the amount was super tiny. It was actually less than the amount of wheat starch you would find in a certified gluten-free cookie. So a very, very tiny amount. Um, So the bottom line is that it is most likely safe for your child to take a medication that they need in an emergency situation. Now, the caveat to that is if your child was on a medication for maintenance that they were taking, say, you know, multiple times a day over an extended period of time, then you would definitely want to make sure that that medication was gluten-free. But in a life-threatening situation or in an emergency, when they really need to take a medication like, say, an antibiotic right away, um, the amount of gluten is is very, very tiny. Um, and 
the more immediate concern would be the emergency that needs to be addressed. That's definitely pretty reassuring. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm really glad that the FDA went and took these steps to, to identify what the amount really looks like so that people can be a little less stressed in emergency situations. Definitely. So let's move on to number two. It's about cookies. My daughter loves cookies, but they say it may contain wheat on them. What does that mean, Joanna? Oh, this question is so frustrating <laughs> because, because you really, you, you always have these questions where people are like, I don't know what it means. I honestly, like, sometimes I hate that companies even put some of these things on there because the warnings mean so many different things possibly and how they are choosing to, um, you know, feel that they need to protect themselves sometimes. Absolutely. So if a product says that it, it may contain wheat, it just means that the company is There's unsure of what goes on in that facility and they're not 100% confident that it can be labeled as wheat-free or, or gluten-free. Well, it means that you need to do a little bit more investigating. You need to reach out to the manufacturer to find out why they put that statement on the package. It could simply be that they don't own the factory and they're unsure of what other companies do um, when they're not using it. Um, or it could mean that they also produce products with wheat in them and that they haven't gone through the process to test the products to make sure that there isn't cross-contamination. So um, when I see that label, I always will look at the, the company's website to see if they have a statement or I'll give them a call to, to find out what, what that means. Um, but I would not recommend just eating it uh, without doing any further investigation. No. The only thing is, though, unfortunately, sometimes you're going to possibly have to go through channels of going through a couple different departments to finally get someone who can actually give you an answer. Absolutely. You can also always consult with our celiac program grocery store guide, which can be found in our digital app. And we've gone through looking at hundreds of different companies that have products that are made without gluten-containing ingredients, and I've done a lot of research um, to make sure that those products are safe. So you could also start there by double-checking to see if that product is listed in our grocery store guide. Yes. So our next question, um, we've gotten this from a few teenagers in our program. If my boyfriend eats gluten, can we kiss afterwards, or could it make me sick? This is an hmm. excellent question. And I love this question. <laughs> this applied to my life so much when I was first diagnosed. I was a 21-year-old um, college girl, and uh, that was definitely something that was on my mind. So <laughs> what we like to say about this is that, thankfully, celiac disease is not like having a peanut allergy where you're going to have an anaphylactic reaction and um, perhaps breathing problems. Um, in order for a person with celiac to get sick, they actually have to eat the food and then digest it. So we would hope that if you're going to be kissing your boyfriend, that you're not going to be transferring food um, from one mouth to the other and then swallowing that food. Um, <laughs> for multiple reasons, we hope that. <laughs> but the bottom line is, you know, if your boyfriend's eating some pizza that has gluten in it or, or a hamburger with a bun, that perhaps they should drink some water first before kissing you. Um, but I think that that theory probably goes for, for eating any type of food and then kissing. <laughs> um, all right, Joanna, why does wheat have gluten in it and other grains don't? I love this question. And it was yeah. actually asked recently by a very, very young patient um, from our clinic, which I just thought it was such a lovely question for them to come up with. The answer is that all grains contain protein. 
So gluten is the protein, and it's only found in three grains, wheat, rye, and barley. So other grains like sorghum, uh, oats, or amaranth, or millet, all of these things also contain protein, but it's just a different type of protein. So thankfully, gluten isn't in all grains, or else we wouldn't be able to eat many, many things. It's just wheat, rye, and barley that contain the gluten protein. So our next question, your videos always talk about cleaning things thoroughly if it touched gluten. What do you mean by thoroughly? Do we need to sterilize it or just wipe it down? This is a great question too. So what do you say, Joanna? Sterilize or wipe it down? Well, I say always think of it as if you're trying to clean anything with raw meat. So if you are um, cleaning enough to make sure that raw chicken would it be making you ill? You would, the same would be with gluten, that you're cleaning it enough that there's no chance for um, any kind of crumbs to be left over. Absolutely. If you can prevent salmonella, you can prevent gluten contamination. Yes. So our next question here, is hand sanitizer okay for cleaning hands at school before lunch? The answer is sadly no. So, well, hand sanitizer will work to kill bacteria. Unfortunately, when it comes to gluten, it's just rubbing the gluten further into your skin and it's not getting rid of it. So for kids at school or for, for anyone really, if you've touched something that contains gluten, we want to wash your hands to wash away the gluten. Or if you don't have access to a sink, something like wet wipes would be an acceptable alternative. But unfortunately, hand sanitizer is not an okay solution. So our next question, we get this all the time, is it necessary to use gluten-free laundry detergent or cleaning products? What do you think, Joanna? This is an interesting one for me um, because, again, I feel like we've gotten to this point where um, there's so much nervousness that comes along with it. And, again, unless you're really ingesting your laundry detergent or your cleaning products, um, I don't see how really you would have a way of getting actually contaminated by any gluten um, in your cleaning products. <laughs> Absolutely. But the good news is that there aren't too many cleaning products that actually contain gluten. Uh, most of the mainstream brands are not made with any gluten-containing ingredients. Um, and, you know, a lot of people just don't want gluten in their lives if they have celiac disease. So there's no harm in double checking to make sure that there aren't gluten containing ingredients in it. You know, you also wouldn't want to be cleaning your kitchen counter uh, with something that contained gluten and then cooking on it because there's the potential for cross contamination. But again, the good news is that most cleaning products do not contain gluten. And also for any kind of gluten free laundry detergent, again, because it's not going to be coming, getting through your skin, your clothing really shouldn't be a concern of having any gluten-containing products really in it. Um, Absolutely. Unless perhaps, you know, there's a child that for some reason might be licking their sleeve or something. I don't know. My two-year-old definitely chews on his sleeves. That is a true statement. You know, <laughs> but you never know what kids are going to do. <laughs> So something we're thinking about, but likely is not going to be a huge problem for laundry. But if you're spraying it in a place where food comes into contact with, then you would want to make sure that that part is gluten-free. Yeah. So our final question for today is, is one of my all-time favorite. And this is actually the most commonly missed question on our knowledge assessment in our clinic. Is buckwheat really gluten-free? Yes, 
Buckwheat is actually gluten-free. I know that it is very, very confusing that the name has the word wheat in it, but buckwheat is actually a, a relative to the rhubarb plant, which is gluten-free. Um, and the name is just confusing, but buckwheat is safe for a gluten-free diet and naturally gluten-free. So if you see buckwheat used as a as a flour in, in items, if you see it used uh, in granola, you can take buckwheat groats and roast them in the oven and then toss them with granola. Uh, They're naturally gluten-free. The only thing or that Or pancakes or crepes. Exactly. Those, yeah. But I'm glad you brought Definitely that Definitely don't up. want to miss out on those because they're fantastic. Occasionally, though, in diners, you will see buckwheat pancakes on the menu. It is very important to make sure that before you eat those pancakes, you double check to make sure that they used 100% buckwheat flour and not a blend of buckwheat flour and whole wheat flour because that can often happen at times. So always double check in restaurants, but buckwheat and on its own. preparation technique too of it. Yes, but buckwheat on its own is gluten-free um, and I definitely recommend checking it out. You can uh, cook it like rice with, and steam it. Or you can roast it, like I mentioned, and toss it with granola or just as a snack. So it's a, a great, great, great um, alternative. So I would love to thank all of our clinic patients just one more time for submitting these excellent questions and remind all of our listeners that if more questions come up, to email us at celiac at childrensnational.org and we'll try and do another one of these Q&As um, in the coming weeks. Now, before we sign off, I've got our grocery shopping tip of the month, which is brought to you thanks to the generous support of Giant and Martin's Foods. When you're shopping in the frozen section of your grocery store, it's important to always make sure that you pick up the right product. Now, what do I mean by the right product? Packages from the same company often look very similar. One version is gluten-free and one is not. And oftentimes they have the same pictures, the same fonts, and the same colors, and just a tiny gluten-free symbol to indicate that the product is gluten-free. So you always wanna double check that you've selected the gluten-free version of the product. Now this actually personally affected my life recently for my four-year-old son, where I bought multiple packages of the same fish stick product. They were the cutest little uh, fishy product, and my kids love them, and right in the same row of product were gluten-free and gluten-containing. And I just grabbed multiple boxes. And when I got home, I realized that two of them were gluten-free and one was not. And the only difference was a teeny tiny little text saying gluten-free or no, no text on the other package. So just a great reminder to always double check that you don't just pick up a handful of things, but that you check each box to make sure that it is the gluten-free product. Well, we're out of time for today. I hope that everyone enjoyed hearing answers to these burning questions, and we will talk to you again next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 